You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. As a mother, I can so relate to this podcast, but even if you're not a mom, I think you're still going to love this show. It's Good Moms, Bad Choices, a part of the Pleasure Podcast Network. Meet Erica and Malaya, two uncensored and outspoken sex and cannabis positive parents who are redefining what modern motherhood looks like and breaking life's archaic stereotypes. Check it out. What's up? We're Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast. Two moms living in LA, the valley to be exact. Duh. But don't get it twisted. We keep it 100, real, and unfiltered every Wednesday. This is not your average mom show. No DIYs, mommy hacks. Or complaining about how our kids just hit their 60-month miles. This is grown folks talk. That's right, because mama got to have a life too. Nothing is off limits as we discuss mental health, sex, motherhood, dating, culture, and our sometimes bad choices. With a range of guests from social activists to porn star parents, this is a judgment-free zone for moms, women, and anyone looking for their tribe. Join us, your hosts, Erica and Mila of Good Moms Bad Choices Podcast. Every Wednesday on all podcast platforms. Hi, I'm Holly Randall, and welcome to my podcast, Holly Randall Unfiltered. This is a show about sex, the adult industry, and the people in it. I'm a 21-year veteran of this fascinating little industry, and as the eldest child of the trailblazing erotic photographer, Suze Randall, you could say I grew up in it. So forget everything you think you know about porn, because this show is going to change your mind. My guests are some of the biggest names in the industry, and we unabashedly reveal the real behind-the-scenes stories. The funny, the inspiring, the tragic, and the bizarre. Everyone has an opinion about sex work, but few people actually listen to the sex workers. So sit back and prepare yourself for a podcast, which is honest, raw, and unfiltered. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Holly Randall Unfiltered, coming to you live from the Joy City booth at the AVN show. Joy City is the first adult erotic metaverse platform. You can see it playing behind me. Uh, Make sure you go to joy.city to sign up for email updates because there's a lot coming your way. So right here, I have the marvelous Demi Sutra, who I was also able to interview at our last AVN, which yeah. was like two years ago. Yes. Shit's changed since then. Crazy. Yeah. I'm happy to be back. We're here. How does this convention feel to you versus like the last one? Does it feel different to you at all? To me, I feel like this one is more homey somehow. Somehow um, I'm seeing fans that I recognize from the last one. I'm seeing fans from my OnlyFans. I, it's really... It feels really homey to me because it feels like um, all of our like little porn lover family is here. And it's to me, I have less anxiety, I guess, just because I love the layout. And I think everyone looks really great. So, yeah. What do you think about that? Um, I like it, too. It's like I think because it's separated into different rooms. So this it's less like crowded and traffic, though it is early on. What's today? Wednesday? So, like, this is is the slow day. Oh. Yeah, it's going to get busier. So, we may not be saying the same thing on Friday. (laughs) On Friday, we might be like, fuck this. There's too many people here and it's insane. Yeah. (laughs) So, this is, like, probably the slowest day. But this feels like a nice pace to me. This is great for me. I'm having a blast. Um, What's it like seeing your fans again? I saw those guys that were just, like, so excited to meet you. I, honestly, it's an honor. They make me want to tear up. I'm a very emotional person, and it means a lot um, to me to be appreciated by people. I'm literally, like, such an emotional person. (laughs) So, yeah, it meant a lot to see people. And um, that particular group, um, all of them are autistic, like me, and so we're all on the spectrum. And so... Um, to be able to like relate to my fans in that way and kind of 
all agree that we're all oddballs and that it's fine and it's great, yeah. it really means a lot to me. So. so this is the first time I've heard you mention that you were autistic. Is that a recent discovery of yours? Is that something that you've always known, but you're just like being more open about it now? I would say it's something I've always known. Um, I got diagnosed when I was eight, um, but I always um, medicated whereas now I kind of try natural things I try certain teas I try stuff like that um, I'm an advocate for whatever works for you but yeah I recently did get more comfortable um, being outspoken about my autism and being on the spectrum just because I think um, it's important to be real I've never try I feel like I kind of tried to portray this like image of perfection when I first got into the LA side of things and it didn't work for me and so then I was like okay I, cut the crap authenticity is the way to go so yeah I found that that really rings true especially like since I started this podcast and started sitting down and interviewing people um, about like who they really are as people because you know, before, and especially before, like, the internet and all these personal creator platforms that we use now, like OnlyFans and stuff, allowed you direct access to your favorite fans. It really was about being, like, this perfect Barbie doll, lots of makeup. Yeah, I don't like, fit into that at all. Like, But I think that people really, and I think that the fact that we've seen platforms like OnlyFans explode and stuff like that, is that the fans are craving that because they're human beings, too. And they want to know that, you know, that these women that they look up to and admire, like, also suffer the human condition. Yeah, we are real people. Like, I literally am very outspoken about my um, mental struggles, like depression, and especially after the past two years and everything we all went through, I think it's, um, it's needed. It's almost, like, worked out in my favor to be like, ugh, fuck it, this is who I am, I don't care. Somehow it has worked out in my favor, and I am just so grateful for that. I'm like, wow. So, Because people do want authenticity now. They don't want a picture-perfect cookie cut out. They want realness. Yeah. So do you, do you find that it's been more freeing now that you're more open about who you are? Do you feel like a, a yeah, certain sense of Yeah, I feel like it's more freeing and that... I can just show people that, like, you can be a complete fucking weirdo and also be hot. <laughs> like, that's true. So I've tricked so many people into fucking wanting to fuck me and thinking. <laughs> so, I'm like, little do you know, I'm so weird, but it's great. But I great. feel like they don't regret it afterwards. No, I think they're so good. You know, I think it works out. I have out. real fans, and that's something that I really appreciate like with my whole entire fucking heart yeah so. no it's really it's really and so nice to meet them in person too it is so cute to meet them in person I'm so glad I'm here it's really an honor to be here because yeah. it's like when you know when you're behind a computer and you're speaking into the ether and or you're like DMing somebody like it kind of almost doesn't feel real and then when they come and they're like this person in front they're of like, you oh my god it's like yeah it really adds that next level yeah to it. it's really nice. like it's like we're here we're here we're together we're here i am here with you yes it's beautiful so yeah. tell me about your upcoming anal adventures oh my god my little booty hole is gonna get booked <laughs> so um am i allowed to cut yes okay it's great. too late now anyways That's but yes it's so good <laughs> So, um, yeah, my first anal scene ever is going to be uh, with Isaiah Maxwell. Who I love. I love him. I love him. What's your favorite thing about him besides his dick? Well, his balls. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. The, my favorite thing about Isaiah Maxwell um, is that he is incredibly sweet. He's so precious and we use the same shea butter <laughs> so I trust so like if you don't have any then like yeah I'm like, like hey can I borrow shea. some and I, yeah we just lather each other up it's so hot and so like he's actually a friend um my you know he's met my dog so <laughs> that that's a lot when Demi brings you home to her dog Mi that is like yeah like that's a lot so um I think I I really like that he is um, 
he's just kind. Yeah. He's sweet and he's gentle, and that is the type of person that I have in my ass. I've yeah. never actually done anal with anyone that I um, didn't love. I've only done it with three people in my life. Oh, wait, four, including Luna Star. <laughs> but everyone loves Luna Star. Everyone loves Luna Star. So, that's the fine. fuck on. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I'm really excited for that because you need somebody that you trust and are also really, like, horny for. So, yeah. I'm like, this yeah. is perfect. This yeah. is great. Yeah. So, um, are you planning on, like, how are you going to prepare for this day? So, um... I'm going to prepare by just doing really relaxing things. I'm going to get a massage the day before, be in the bathtub, and, like, try my different butt plugs out. That's important. I have been asking every single person, like, what what are your tips? What are the do's? What are the don'ts? And so I've gotten a lot of um, great information, you know what I mean? Mostly from the gay community, because that's who I trust. Yeah. They have a lot of experience in that area. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, that's who I trust. And I have gotten, um, it's been great. Like, I'm really excited about it. I'm so excited. The m- number one thing I've been told is to relax. Because it's a muscle. It's a muscle. Yeah. I didn't, I just found out you have to, it's a muscle and you have to like work it out. So you have to like stretch it. I mean, the things we learn in porn, it's amazing. What? It's like such an educational Yeah, no, I have space. learned so much about the like human anatomy in porn. Like in sex work in general, but like specifically in porn, you know? So it's like, it's been great. I'm really excited. I'll be doing my first one with him and then my second one with small hands, which will be... It's going to be great. That's, Both of them I love, and yeah. they're actually my friends. Yeah. So that's what I want. I And, you know, I, I love small hands, but he's not butt, but he, he's like a little, like, comedian, like, fun yeah. guy on set, and you are too. <laughs> so, like, I can just imagine that that day is going to be really... Because yeah. you're both goofballs, so I see like, that there's going to be a lot of laughing and stuff. We like do that. laugh; it's so ridiculous. Like yeah. every time I have sex with that man, we're like being serious, and I'm like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> and we crack up. I just leave it. I leave it. I don't edit it out. I just leave it, and everyone seems to love that. And I, I really like that um, the pants have been able to pick up on the true sexual chemistry between me and certain talent. And I would say um, Isaiah Maxwell and Small Hands are like two of the top people that they love seeing me perform with. And they're two of the most respectful, beautifully big-dicked dudes. So I'm like, yes. (laughs) Well, Demi, it's been so great chatting with you. I want to let you get back to your fans. I know you have some people that are waiting for you. Thank you. Can you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? Thank you so much, Holly. You guys can find me on Twitter at Demi Sutra. It's hard because we're all shadow banned, but you'll be able to find me there. And my OnlyFans is Demisutra.com. And um, Instagram, what is it? Uh, Demi underscore official. Fantastic. Thank you, Holly. We have one of our beautiful Joy City models here, Jules Blue. Hey there, everybody. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing so wonderful. It's so good to be back at AVN. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you. So it's been like two years. Um, are you feeling that the energy is different this time? Like after basically the world changed from COVID? <laughs> well, I feel like people are definitely very, very happy to be here. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, this is my second avian ever, but I feel like the energy is still high. Also, like the new location, I didn't know what to think, but I think it's going to be a hit. Like we have more space to roam around. A little more spread out. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's great. <laughs> you know what I love about the new location is the fact that you're not allowed to smoke here. That makes me very happy because the cigarette smoke at the Hard Rock killed me. Oh, I, I'm not a fan of cigarette smoke as well. So I'm right with you on that. <laughs> so um, let's talk a little bit about Joy City, which we have scanned you for and um, which you're going to have a, a destination in. Um so it's the first erotic metaverse. How do you feel about this upcoming platform? I know we worked with you so long ago, and it's been, you know, there's been a lot of back-end stuff we've been working on. 
So I hope it doesn't feel too anticlimactic, but we're like ready to go finally. Good things come to those who wait. And honestly, I feel like this is absolutely revolutionary, like, because there's nothing else like it. And I don't know, I'm super excited because I feel like, I don't know, my whole vibe is like kind of cyberpunk, like, you know, virtual cyber, like, you know, e-girl, anime girl, like stuff. So that I feel like Joy City, I feel like it really resonates with me and I'm very happy to have like a little featured space in there. Yeah. Like, ooh, I'm just, ah, all the possibilities. Do you have any like specific ideas that it, you've been running in your head? Because, you know, it's a creator platform, so it's a place that you can really be you and you can showcase the things that you love. Well, I, honestly, when I think of Joy City, I think of like Blade Runner vibes. Yeah. And there's a character in Blade Runner, her name is Joy. Yep. And I'm like... I don't know. I kind of like. I want to be. I want to be Joy City's Joy. <laughs> I want to be the go-to virtual waifu that people could like hang out with if they're you know they need some company and yeah. whatever. Let's go on adventures in the cyberverse. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's so exciting about Joy City is like it's you know I mean fans are already connecting with their favorite stars on other platforms, but this is an immersive space that people can interact with you in this you know 3D environment in a way that they never could before and just the possibilities are so exciting. I'm so excited. I'm excited to like, I don't know, be in like the Joy City metaverse and like hang out and interact because I truly like, for me, one thing that's important in like all my like platforms, I like, you know, having very intimate fan interaction, you know, like I want it to feel like, you know, I want them to get to know me. I want to get to know them. And so I'm very excited that like, you know, this will open up a new channel for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> so you also have just started streaming on Twitch. Is that right? Yes, I have. So are you playing video games? I am there? playing video games. And then what are your go-to video games? Oh, so my go-to video games right now that I have played um, while streaming, I've done Genshin Impact, which is like a third-person RPG game, very fantasy-esque. And then I've also played Cyberpunk as well, surprisingly. <laughs> um, and I don't know, just like kind of like first-person like RPG like shooter games. I don't know. I, I like all types of video games as well. It's kind of been like a little bit of a learning curve because I haven't played video games in such a long time. So it's been exciting to like, I don't know, get back into it and like find out what I like in that type of like realm. <laughs> and it's so cool too because now we're in a world where you can like monetize playing video games, like having fun, things oh, that yeah. you love, which, you know. I do I gaming sessions with my fans, like one-on-one -on -one gaming sessions really? with my fans. Yeah, where, oh. I, where I talk to them like on Discord, like while we play the video game together. That's so cool. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's such a it's such an interesting market. I remember when this first came out, I remember thinking to myself, like, who's going to pay to like, who's going to make money from playing <laughs> video games? Do you remember, like, yeah. I don't know if you remember, because I'm much older than you, but, you know, when I was a kid, it was like playing video games is wasting your life. Oh, and, yeah. You know, you're never going to get anywhere. No one's ever <laughs> going to pay you to play video games. Welcome to the future, people. Everything yeah, is not what we not. thought it would be. <laughs> no, I think, honestly, like, video games get a very bad rep, but they actually, like, build up a lot of great skills, like hand-eye coordination, reflexes. So I don't know. And, like, they, kind of, they, kind of, they challenge you in different ways. Yeah. They, but, you know, I, it, you know, it's still good to get outside and, you know, yeah. as the internet says, touch some grass. Yeah, <laughs> one should still get outside from time to time. But I did yeah. read up, I did read, like, that there was this interesting study where the results were different than what they expected from people video gaming and that it did do, you know, worked on the hand-eye coordination, like you said, and then, like, problem-solving skills and stuff like that. So it was just interesting, you know. We always have so much fear around new technologies and how it's going to affect people and that it's going to, like, be the downfall of society. But then we often find the results are not, like, you know, that the things that we were expecting. I think it's really exciting too because I feel like, you know, Look like, here. Oh, you know, you were, she was right there. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like good to embrace new technologies because if we don't, then we're never going to be able to move forward in mm -hmm. the future. And I feel like, I don't know, in a world where like the adult industry is so ostracized, even online now with yeah. like a lot of like the censorship that we deal with, it's amazing that there's going to be a platform built specifically, you know, like that it can cater to like people in our industry in different ways and open up like a new like you know source of revenue source of interaction like yeah. I think it's super important and like super exciting yeah. and like 
I'm so like I honestly like you were talking about like you know how long ago like we worked together like like I knew it was coming and like good things truly do come to those who wait and like you know something like this cannot be rushed like no. great, greatness cannot be rushed yes <laughs> perfection can't be rushed yes <laughs> oh my god I love that you said that um, yeah no it's just really exciting too because we're also bringing in like pop culture elements as well so we're gonna have like musicians ah, and we're gonna have people so cool. who are not just in the adult industry we really want it to be a fun destination for everybody like a Las Vegas online you know exactly. where oh you can God. enjoy your adult pleasures but there's also like non-adult things to enjoy as well That's and so yeah and it's just like <laughs> we really look forward to creating a space where everything is accepted you know and everything is on the same level and you can you know access your favorite musician on there and your favorite porn star and like they don't need to be separated and be on different platforms they can be in one place because this is also because it's a creator platform you know it's a place where like there is no exploitation there is you know there's no one person running this platform this is going to be run by the people by the creators by the users through the DAO and you know, you guys are going to shape the future of this platform. So it's really revolutionary on so many Ooh, different levels, which is so exciting. Right Seriously giving me the chills. I'm so excited. Like, I, I think that's amazing. I think we really need something like this, like something like where there's like a little bit of something for everybody. Yes. Your one-stop shop, your one-stop yeah. destination. Yeah. And also <laughs> I think too, like, you know, in this new world where we have, you know, career-driven and intelligent women like you who are really creating a brand around your image, you know. People get the idea of porn that it's, like, some girl who got pushed into it by her boyfriend and she doesn't want to do it. Or, like, like so limiting as well because, like, my interests and the things that I do, like, they're not just in porn. Like, I, like, truly, like, see myself as, like, I I, I say, like, creatrix. Like, I like to create in all types of ways, whether it's, like, you know, my, like, content, whether it's, like, you know, my artsy, like, photo shoots for fun, like, my merch, like... You know, just, like, I have so many different things that I like to do, and I feel like, you know, people... Oh, sorry. I just want to hear you saying wonderful things. I want to hear it. People like to, you know, put us, like, porn people in these boxes, like, oh, you know, they can't do anything else because they do porn. It's like, no, like, so many of us are so talented and driven and have so many interests, and I feel like having, you know, something where we could showcase that stuff and allow others to see, I think that's really important. Yeah, I agree, and that's, like, that's really what we're about at Joy City, and... And I know so that you excited. are like a super talented so person who like designs their own sets and it's just like yeah it's just endless opportunities for that kind of creativity and it's just really really exciting. I'm so I'm so excited and so honored. Yeah. <laughs> well Jules thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell everybody where they can find you online if they want to learn more about you? So you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com Jules J-E-W-E-L-Z underscore B-L-U or you can find me on Instagram my handle is only Jules Blue and then what about Twitch? Twitch uh, my Twitch is also only Jules Blue okay. yes fantastic <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> hello everybody coming to you live from the ABN show floor Holly Randall here for Joy City the first erotic metaverse make sure that you go to joy.city and enter your email to get updates on this exciting new platform. I have here the gorgeous Lexi Luna, who we were just laughing is uh, the first person to actually show up as scheduled and on time. So this is what I love about MILFs, I have to say. Like, I love shooting MILFs because they're on time, they're fucking prepared, they read the script, they have their wardrobe. And uh, you're up for MILF Performer of the Year, is that right? I am. I was very surprised because, you know, I feel like I'm still a little young for the MILF category, but the fans love me in, in that position, and I love doing it, and it's so much fun to be the woman in charge, Yeah, right? Well, you know, as long as you're, like, 28 or, yeah. or 25, yeah, or 25 with lip injections, yeah. then you can be a MILF in you the porn industry. You can be a MILF. You did be a MILF. <laughs> just get way too much plastic surgery at a young age, and you too could be a MILF, yep. or just, you know, be, like, that much closer to the age of 30, and yeah. then you're a MILF, but, you know. Yeah, we love it. We yeah. embrace it. I mean, I'm definitely well past the MILF age, so. Oh, whatever. You know. You're still a hottie killing it. Thank you. Thank <laughs> In you. any category. Thank you. So, you're up for uh, MILF Performer of the Year. Mm-hmm. What else are you up for? Best Female Group Sex Scene with Ryan Reed and Anna Claire Clouds for Nubiles. Fantastic. So that was a lot of fun. Were you surprised by that scene, or when you, you got know, the nomination, you were like, yeah, yeah? It was a great scene. It was a Valentine's Day special scene, so it was just kind of like me seducing these two girls, and I love that role. 
I love getting to play with girls and being, you know, the, the woman in charge in that scenario as well. But it's just so much softer and sweeter with a girl than with a guy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot of fun. What kind of scenes are your favorites to do? I love... I love a MILF scene. I love a stepmom scene. And I know that that is like one of those things everybody says is like the cancer on our industry, right? <laughs> Step everything. And to some extent, I agree. But I just love performing that. I, the words come easily to me. It feels natural. It feels genuine. And I really feel like a lot of my fans love that because it kind of helps them get through some stuff. Yeah. You know, so I like to be that kind of support person there that's giving them gentle instruction or being very positive about it. You know, I don't do anything degrading and that's just not really my style. So I just love being that positive female influence in their lives. Oh, that's interesting. So you saying that like your fans find that that nurturing role was maybe something they were lacking yes. when they were younger and they're finding that yeah. fulfilled with you. Yeah, and I think, you know, that has to do with me having been an elementary school teacher for five years prior to really? the industry. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, so I taught school for a long time, so I think I just have that caring nature and yeah. I have a, a, like a sweet face when I smile, yeah. so everybody just feels more at ease. So yeah. It's funny, because I've been, I was thinking about like what the worst age to teach is because teaching is such a difficult job it and it's hard. way underpaid Absolutely. and it's like one of the most valuable roles in our society sure. and um, you know there's all these headlines now especially since OnlyFans like teacher fired for doing OnlyFans it's like well bitch fucking pay, pay teachers her. more yes. like these are the people that are educating your children yeah. like our future um, but I always felt that it was something that I could never do yeah so and I it seems to me that elementary school I feel like, I don't know if that would be harder or high school would be harder because high school, like, they just have a fucking attitude and they know everything. But, like, elementary school, like, they're all about, like, pushing boundaries. They want to please, but they also want to know how far they can, you know, mess around before they get caught. The thing about elementary is that it is such an important time. And when there aren't good... You know, when it's hard to have uh, parents that are helping at home and reading with them, all those things are so important in those yeah. early development years. And it sets the stage for the rest of school. So if you have a bad experience there, you're likely going to hate school forever. Yeah. And I hate that. So Yeah. So um, let's talk about you just uh, produced your first feature movie. Is I that did. correct? Yes. So I hired a director because directing is not my jam. I've learned that producing is totally my thing. I like to pay for everything and then have final say. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> So it's a it's a dark comedy, written by uh, somebody who I worked with on a mainstream uh, feature called Cassex, and it was basically just like taking a, a quasar camera and anything anything sexy that happens in front of that, uh, they get sucked into my dimension. So I'm Cassandra Essex. Okay. And it's a very like it's very like 80s erotica. Oh, cool. So we, we did that together, and then we were like, let's make more movies together. This is a lot of fun. So he wrote the script, and I came up with the concept. It's about a, a simp who is a, a stepson, and he is trying to win my affection over the weekend in various ways, and antics ensue. Okay. So it's my first feature. I've never been featured before for anything, so I was like, I'm going to make my own. You know, yeah. this is my time. I feel really confident, and I'm comfortable in where I am. I know enough people who can you know, perform with me and I have my preferences of all that. So it was fun to just get to hire my friends and, yeah. you know, do the project. So it's in post-production. Hopefully it releases by March. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're not putting any pressure on it. We just want to create a great product because the point of making a movie is to sell a movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many scenes are in it? Uh, I think we have four or five sex scenes. We also have a softcore version. Uh, right now the runtime. So you is- really did, like, a full-on... You know, I've been doing this for almost seven years and I see what everybody else is doing. It's right. like, if I'm performing a... a a hardcore and a softcore scene for somebody there's a reason yeah. so I was like even though I don't know what that reason is yet and how to distribute it I want to do that and have yeah. it just in case yeah no it's always I mean yes it's a bitch but yeah. like having that softcore version there's like other opportunities that can come up for that right. like I know for example I used to direct for Wicked Pictures and they always had to shoot a softcore scene because there are certain like cable outlets that will buy that Showtime was like their big right. their big one that they went for and two of my movies ended up on Showtime. And obviously they only show the softcore version. But, like, you get a lot of money for that. Sure. Like, Showtime pays a lot. Yeah. But they're very selective about what they take. So, But, like, having that option just allows you more opportunities to distribute yeah. your content in different areas. Yeah. And the, the whole goal of the first one was to complete it. Mm-hmm. Right? To get one under the – one, one in, in the tank. And yeah. Be ready for the next one. We learned so much this time putting it together. And that's really, like, all I could ask for. Yeah. You know, I love going on set and learning how people do their jobs that aren't performing. 
but this has been like a whole new level when you're the one in charge of all of that. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun, but also very nerve wracking. It was, you know, over three months we shot it because we couldn't get the days to line up. Dude, I'm like, scheduling yes. is the worst part of it. It's yes. the worst part of producing. Yes, it is. So, yeah. you know, next time it'll be better. Yeah. What, uh, who is in it? Uh, so I have Jaden Cole, who is a notorious girl-girl performer. Yeah, so she's lovely. one of my dear friends. And I was like, hey, you want to be in this movie with me? And she was like, sure. So she's like playing the like funky little friend who comes by and tries to distract the simps, uh, the, the stepson who is, uh, you know, trying to do all these different things. She's trying to distract him so I can get laid by the pool boy, Quentin James. Oh, who we love. <laughs> love Quentin. Yes. Um, so that's a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, the couple next door comes over for a game night, which is really a naughty playtime. Mm -hmm. And that is Vanna Bardot and Ryan McLean. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you really have, like, good, like, headlining stars Absolutely. in there. Absolutely. And then my husband was uh, Will Pounder. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So a good little mix of, of people, you know, all Vegas-based except for Vanna. So I was like, let's make this easy and not have to, like, bring people in and yeah. do the hotel thing or rent a yeah. location in L.A., which, as you know, I've heard some of your stories about locations. Don't get me started on location <laughs> stories. I got so many of so, them. So I was like, let's just stay in Vegas. We shot it, some of it at my house and some of it at, at the director's house. Mm -hmm. So that was nice. You know, save some budget there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was the one most important thing that you think that you learned from doing this? Yeah. Uh, definitely put the days back to back. <laughs> like if at all possible, hmm. have it back to back. I lost, so, even I lost my momentum with yeah. my lines and remembering where we were in the script. I was like, this is a good lesson to remember to try to put at least within the same two weeks. Yeah. You know, so that even so that, like other characters aren't you know, lost and figuring out what their tone should be and all those things. But, yeah. you know, that's why I have a great director, too. So he was able to keep everybody on track, and we practiced and rehearsed a lot. It was a very little amount of dialogue and sex, but we were really focusing on getting, like, the robustness that you get in a cinematic production. Right. So that was his job, and that's why right. I'd love to hire somebody to do the things I'm not great at because yeah. I'm great at performing. Yeah. Right? So that's that was the thing I learned probably the hardest lesson was... I mean, I've always said, like, as a producer, I feel like my gift isn't necessarily that I'm, like, so great at, like, doing this or holding a camera or being a photographer right. or whatever. It's that I know the right people to hire. Yes. You have the right crew, and that's that's your golden ticket. Yeah. The right crew, the right performers, and, like, you can't fuck up, yeah. basically. And if you do fuck up, everybody's going to pull it back together yeah. and be able to, like, recover. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you also had a sex doll just molded after you, I, too? Yeah, I do. I have a life-size sex doll. She looks like me. I was molded 3D modeling. We did it during the pandemic, actually. So I went to a studio in Pasadena that does, like, Westworld stuff. Oh, wow. And it was in this cage, and it had all these 150 DSLRs pointing in different directions. Mm -hmm. And they take one image, or they each take an image. So it's like this giant flash. And then the computer creates a composite of the 3D. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we sent that off to China with WM Doll, and they worked like to make a mold that looked like it. And then they, it was, so it was, I can't, I don't know if it's a positive mold or a negative mold, but they make that and then they fill it mm -hmm. with the material. So I think right. negative? I sure. Know. You know, uh, yeah. one of those. <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying. And so she's modeled after me. Her her parts look like my parts. And uh, the trouble is she's a full size, so she's 117 pounds. So she's a commitment. But so am I. <laughs> I love it. And where can people get this doll? You can find it at LexiLunaDoll.com. Fantastic. Yeah. And then where can people see your movie when it comes out? You'll find everything Lexi at IWantLexi.com. We're not 100% sure where we'll be distributing it. But we'll definitely make a DVD, which will be available on my store. But IWantLexi.com is the, the hot spot for everything Lexi. Okay, fantastic. Because I was going to ask you to tell everybody your socials, but it sounds like yeah, they just need to go the there. Yeah, that's the easier place. And then you can find it. Then trying to be unshadow banned while I'm shadow banned. Yeah, yeah, no, it's smart. Well, good luck at the awards Thank this weekend. You. It's um, so great to meet you and hang out. Yeah, and you too, definitely. Yeah. We'll have to have you back on for a full-length sure. podcast. I've had a lot of people request you. Awesome. So we'll make that happen. Well, I'm a diehard fan. I've listened to all your podcasts. Oh, I no, love, I'm so sorry. No, I love catching up with people in my own industry that I've worked with that you just don't get to meet somebody on set yeah. for that long of a time and really yeah, get to yeah, know yeah. them. So yeah. it's been great for me as like somebody who's learning about peers in the industry. So right. thank you. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lexi, for joining us. Of course. 
So by now you're about halfway through the podcast and you can hear just how absolutely insane the AVN show was. And let me tell you something, the only way that I made it through this crazy convention was taking my vitamins every single day. And the only reason I took my vitamins every single day is because I subscribe to Care of Vitamins who makes it so easy to keep my health on track. Believe me, I needed those personalized packets every single day. I needed the fact that Care of Vitamins ships a personal personalized box of individually wrapped packets for me to slip in my purse before I went down to the show floor. Now you may be saying, well, how do you know what vitamins to take? Well, of course, Care Of has an in-depth, easy to use online quiz that will ask you questions about your lifestyle and come up with a doctor-backed recommendation on the supplements that you need to help you continue to feel your best. And you can get 50% off of your first order by going to takecareof.com and using code HOLLY50. That's 50% off of your first Care Of order by going to takecareof.com and using code HOLLY50. Now let's get back to the madness that is the AVN show. Hello, everybody, live from the AVN show floor 2023. I am here with the Nolan twins at the Joy slash Brazzers booth, and I am so excited to be here. They are actually a part of this incredible new platform that we're here to promote. It's the first erotic metaverse, and um, we're debuting here, and it's just it's a lot and it's been a long time coming, and we're so thrilled to be here. So, ladies, thank you so much for coming. For having us. We are the Joy City Girls Alien Metaverse Twins. <laughs> and we will be in Joy City, so stay tuned. <laughs> so, I can't tell you guys apart, so you're going to have to introduce yourselves, okay. your names. Okay, I'm Liz. And I'm Julia. I'm two minutes older. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm a little bit thicker. That's how you can tell us apart. <laughs> So I have to ask you guys a question because, you know, we've, we've kind of like done little interviews before. How do you know, you guys seem to have this innate timing on how, when each one talks. Like how, do you know what I'm saying? Like how do you guys know who talks first and then who talks next and then who, how do you so, do it? Yeah, people always ask us, like, do you have twin telepathy? And we, to that we say, absolutely we do. We can feel each other's like emotions. I can tell when she's in a bad mood, when she's being a bitch, when she wants to get out of a conversation. Like we're very in tune. Um, we meet a lot of twins that like don't get along or hate each other, but we are best friends yeah, and we're a package deal. We're a package deal. And we have like the same voice, which is the trippiest thing. Um, we both have like deep, low man voices. So, hey, how you doing? You know what? It's kind of sexy. I wouldn't describe it as manly. It's sexy. Okay, baby. So, yeah. Um, she's just, are in tune. Yeah. Yeah, we're in, very in tune. So, okay. So, what are the things... You guys must have some things, some differences between you guys, like in personality and likes. Like, what are the ones that stand out the most? It's, it's hard because we're, like, very similar and we, like, have the same taste in men and everything, but... That must be hard sometimes. Because oh, yeah, yeah. clearly, like, they're not going to pick the hotter one, right? Because you guys yeah. look the same. And then sometimes the men will be like, oh, I think you're hotter. And I'll be like, really? Like, we're both hot, like, you know. In our own ways. In our own ways. But people call her thickums. So, yeah. like, she has a bigger ass than me. Um, but other than that, like, we're both, like, very outgoing. And I'm a little more shy at first. Mm. So she's, like, the more, I think, bubbly. Yeah, I have better, like, pickup lines than her. So, oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, have you guys ever, you know, done the whole, like, twin thing where you trick somebody and switch places and said you were the other one? Oh, yeah. yeah. She went on, so I was, like, double booked for a date one time. And I'm like, please go on this date for me. Like, I actually like this guy, but I already have another date planned. So she went on it for me, and it worked out. And he never found out. And he might have tried to steal a little kiss at the end. So yeah. that didn't, like, work out well. No kisses for him. But, yeah, we, you know, we're, like, we're twins, identical twins. Like, let's live it up. Let's do things that, like, not everyone else could do. say that they yeah. do. And we also um, tricked America on Big Brother. The show on CBS, we had to pretend to be one person. Yeah. And so we switch in and out of the house playing as one player. And... We made it to the end, and Liz won $50,000. Yeah. So. And then, of course, like the twins that we are, we split the money. So yeah. oh, you're welcome. You. <laughs> so wait, I want to like rewind a little bit and go back to this date that you had with this guy. So yeah. you went on the date for her. Yes. It went well. So then who went on the next date? Well, so she liked this, like another guy, so I kind of like pursued him. 
But it was weird because I had to pretend to be Liz. So we would not do that again. Yeah, it, it, it got a little, like, tricky. So, I mean, it didn't last, obviously. He wasn't the one. We're still single. But, um, yeah, it, it was really fun because it was so, like, thrilling, you know? And, like, I was checking in on her, like, how's it going? Oh, my God. Have you slipped up yet? So, yeah, we also, like, switched places in college. I had to take a test for her one time. And I actually failed it. I did really bad. <laughs> it was better than getting zero. Yeah. So you're welcome, too. And we've also, like, I've broken up for a boyfriend for her. Why do I do your dirty work? I know. Thank you. And all she does is take tests for you and fails I know. them. Thanks a lot. This doesn't feel like an even exchange. I, know. I think I have, like, the short end of the stick, but I still love you. <laughs> uh, I got you. I got you next time, girl. Let me know. You get a, you get a hall pass. So what about, so I think, going back to what I asked before, what, like, distinct differences do you guys have? Like, does one of you, like, hate one kind of food and the other person loves that kind of food? Like, different styles of music? Or are you guys literally, you both like the exact same things? We are, like, the same person. We both like yeah. the same food. We eat everything. Yeah. We're foodies. Actually, I feel like you have better style than me, and then you also do your makeup better. Like, she's oh. wearing fake lashes, and I suck yeah. at putting on fake lashes, so... <laughs> But we have, like, the same taste in music. Yeah. We actually, this is so creepy. We both drive the same car different and different colors. colors. Yeah. So it's, like, like, as identical as it comes. My mom always says, like, when you guys get married and, like, get, you know, get your own lives. And we're, like, still waiting for that day because we both, we just bought a house together. We're um, roommates, like, perpetually. We've never lived with a guy. Yeah. Or other people. Wow. With each other, so. It's really creepy. I'm starting to get sick of you just hearing uh, that. Same, sis. <laughs> so I have, um, did you guys ever go to those twin conventions? Because I've also heard that twins yeah. do better with other twins. Because I've heard that dating can sometimes be hard for twins because you guys have such a bonded relationship that like other people find intrusive or they get jealous of. So have you guys ever dated other twins? And I feel like other twins understand like what we We go go through. through. Yeah. But there's no, there's this huge twin, like where is it? It's not a convention, but I guess it is like in Iowa somewhere. No, Ohio. Ohio. Twinsburg, Ohio. Twinsburg, yes. And And we've always wanted to go. Yes. And so it's all these twins and I'm like, girl, we need to go there next year and find our husbands. I think it's in August. Okay, let's let's do it. But I agree with that. Like, I feel like men get intimidated by like how close we are. Like, no guy's ever going to be as close as we are. Right. So we need to go to a twin convention. Yeah, let's like manifest that in the new year. And then our babies can look exactly like. Oh my God. And then we can get a house on the same cul-de-sac. Oh my God. We're making plans here holly we love this i can see that well thank you girls so much for being here and being our booth babes here at the joy city booth at avian of course go to joy city to sign up for updates because um you will be able to get so much more of the nolan twins there on joy city so make sure that you guys sign up and um keep your eyes peeled for everything that's yet to come Thank you, Holly. Thank you. Double the fun, always. Ryan, how are you doing? I am doing okay. Yeah? How are you doing? I'm doing great. I grabbed Ryan literally, like, as she was coming into the booth to sign for browsers. I was like, you're my four o'clock. She's like, you're coming with me. Just, like, grabbed her. So, kind of startled her, but I think... I was scared. I'm not going to lie. I I thought I was in trouble already. I knew I was going to get in trouble, but, like, not that quickly. (laughs) So, so yeah, this is, so it's the beginning. AVN is literally starting for you right now, right now. Right this second. Yeah. It's my first thing I'm doing in AVN 2023. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Well, this is setting the stage for you. So this amazing experience means that the rest of your AVN is going to go great. Fuck yeah. (laughs) So how, okay, so you were at the last AVN, the, the one that before the whole world changed and COVID came along. I know you've only been here for a few minutes, but do you feel like a different vibe at this one? Oh, hell Yeah. I feel like everyone's, like, been stuck in these little cages, so everyone's, like, even crazier right now. So there's definitely a different vibe. Yeah. And, like, the different... It was, like, the hardware out for how many years? So, like, yeah. the whole new vibe of being at a different place yeah. even adds to it more. Yeah. We're at Resorts World now. What do, you, do you like this new venue more, or what do you think? Too early to tell, maybe? Too early to tell. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on how many... I already have a blister from walking in these heels. Um, I know. I know. You're smarter than I am. 
I don't know how to walk in heels. Yeah, it's not uh, a real I don't either, which is uh, why my feet hurt so much. It's day one. <laughs> You're in for it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I might just be. I might. I have extra sneakers. What size are you? Oh, I, my feet are so much bigger than yours. What size? I'm like, I'm, now that I've had a kid, I'm like a 10. Oh. Yeah, you're probably like an adorable six. How do you know? Because you're adorable. Oh my god, stop. All like little adorable girls have little adorable six size feet. Thank you. You're right. <laughs> so, Ryan, how long have you been in the industry for? You're like fairly new ish, right? Yeah, so I only did premium Snapchat and OnlyFans since I was 18. Mm-hmm. And then I've been with Spiegler for about a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. And how has that been? Like, have you Fucking noticed? amazing. I the- love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell us about maybe some of your favorite scenes that you shot in 2022. I did a scene with, I want to say, who was it for? Digital Playground. Okay. And we got to, like, perform like we were in a rave. Mm-hmm. And I got to do, like, a weird backbend and suck a dick while I got my pussy eaten out. And it oh, was wow. the coolest shit ever. Those backbend blowjob scenes are, like, are rare. There's not a lot of girls that can do that. That used to be like me and Malkova's specialty, I remember. It's really fun, but you kind of get like waterboarded by your spit because you're like upside down and all of your sl- like slobbers just going in your nose. It's, yeah. It's that, kinky. That sounds, that's it's a, definitely it kinky. sounds like it's not really sustainable for too long. I like a little torture. Yeah. It's okay. Makes you feel alive. Yeah. In the moment. Stand back up, you're a little light at it, but you're fine. <laughs> Just turn around and take the dick. What are your favorite kind of scenes to shoot? Like boy, girl, 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 threesomes? Mm, the more, the merrier. So definitely like threesomes, boy, boy, girl. Yeah. I got a lot of holes to fill. <laughs> What's kind of nice about boy, boy, girl, I find, versus like boy, girl, girl, is that, you know, because... Usually, usually, not always, in boy-boy-girl boy, scenes, the guys aren't really interacting with each other, so it's all about you. Whereas when boy-girl-girl, girl, the girls interact with each other, so I find that sometimes, I don't know, somebody sometimes feels a little left out if the vibe like, doesn't work with everyone. But the men can everyone. always be left out. Yeah, that's true. The girls should always be at center of attention. That's true. Um, speaking of girls, are there any favorite female performers that you have? Anybody on your bucket list you haven't worked with yet? Liz Jordan. Okay. Is she that Scott with Spiegler. Is that bucket list or have worked with? Bucket list. Okay. By the end of this week. Okay. For sure. Yeah? Yeah. Do you guys have a scene set up or are you just going to um, fuck her because you guys are both at AVN? <laughs> I think I'm just going to fuck her because we're both at AVN. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Reasons why you should come to AVN because you <laughs> might get some random girl to fuck you. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, you work hard all day. You got to play hard too. Yeah. Really stress reliever. Yeah. Nice orgasm at the end of the day. Yeah. Anybody else? I mean, Riley Reed. She's my all-time favorite. Fucked her so many times. Yeah. You guys have worked together a bunch, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Personal what's, life and real life. We're always fucking. <laughs> what's your favorite thing about her? Her personality. Yeah. She's just a sweetheart and, like, will do anything for the people she cares about. Yeah. So I love her. That's a hard, that's a hard quality to come by. Yeah. What about male talent? What are some of your favorite male performers? Cool. I really want to fuck Owen Gray. Okay. Haven't done that yet. Yeah, I've heard he's great. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, who else do I like fucking? Isaiah Maxwell's a really good fuck. He smells good. Yes, he does. He always smells he good. He does really always smell good. It's weird. Yeah. Um I think that's, like, all. Okay. I've been, like, really liking pussy. Okay. So, it's yeah. hard to, hard to say And there's so many I girls like. in the industry, too, so, and to, like, work hot. with. They're yeah. really hot. Yeah, definitely. I'm getting horny from this conversation. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that on here? Yeah, I mean, you said so much worse already before I'm that, so, so yeah, you're good. No, it's fine. You can say whatever you want. If I was going to try to do a show about interviewing adult stars and then trying to edit what you guys say, like, this show would go nowhere. It'd be like a 30-second clip. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, bleep that out. Can't talk about any of this shit. No, you can say whatever you want. Do you have any um, New Year's resolutions? It is the first week of 2023. I want to start reading books. Okay. Is that weird? No, not at all. I think, like, no, people don't really read these days. Do you have any book recommendations? What do you like? I don't know yet. I haven't, like, even, like, I can't say even in school I've never finished a book. Hmm. 
Okay. So I'm open. Okay. Whatever. I mean, you know, there's like the self-help books that are really great. Um, obviously, there's then there's just random entertainment like uh, murder mystery or. I don't. I'm not a big fan of murder. Not a big fan. Of no. Murder. I don't no. like scary movies either. Okay, then you probably aren't interested in like a thriller. No. See, I mean, I was an English major, so a lot of my favorite books are really, like, kind of obnoxious, like, old classics like Jane Eyre and, yeah, Weathering Heights. I'll let you know if I read any of them. Which is kind of, like, I don't know if, I don't know if that's so interesting for you. Um, I'm trying to think of a really great book that I've read recently. I can't think. I mean, even me, who was an English major, like, I don't read books anymore either. That's why I'm like, I want this year to be the year that I start reading. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's good for your mental health. It's like self-care. Yeah. I'm no, gonna definitely. I'm going to sit down, I'm going to read a book, and I'm going to enjoy myself. I will say that, like, when I do read, I read, like, really kind of trashy, um, like, thrillers, like, detective murder mysteries. Maybe but it sounds like that's not into. your thing, though. It might be. Yeah, I don't maybe. like scary movies, but maybe I'll like scary books. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're less, like, in yeah. your face. I don't like a jump scare. Yeah. It's not like really that. like that. Oh. No. Okay. Um, what else? Anything else? Um, I want to get another dog. What but that's dog? not really a New Year's resolution. No. But I told myself this year I was going to get another dog. What kind of dog do you have? I like... Okay, I have a rescue pit bull, and I want another rescue pit bull. Oh, that's great. So that's There's a lot of really amazing dogs out there that need homes, and I'm really... I love the fact that you're, like, into rescues. So I refuse really to pay money for a dog. Yeah, I'm the same. There's so many dogs. Yeah, we all... We do rescues, too. They're the, the best. Same. Yeah. Okay, a uh, couple of quick fire-off questions before I send you back to your browsers. Yes. What's your greatest fear? Scary movies. <laughs> um, what is your dream first date? Take me out of the country. Out of the... Wow. That is for your first date. Yeah. Your first date. I like it risky. Can it be like Mexico? Yeah. Can it be somewhere close? Yeah. Okay. Are you going to take me? Is this, um, is this you asking me on a first date? Well, I mean, that's just me being, like, <laughs> reasonable about wanting to go out of the country for our first date. <laughs> but I guess you could meet, like, some baller who could, like, you know, take you on a plane to fucking Bali. I mean, there's people out there like that. That's what I want. <clears throat> Are you manifesting this for 2023? I am. What about... Someone's going to watch this, and they're going to take me on a first date to Bali. Fantastic. I love, I, I love that for you. Thank you. I'll send you a postcard. Okay. <laughs> What about travel? Are there any places that you're dying to go to that you haven't been to? In case somebody is watching who's going to take Bali. you on your first date <laughs> to out of the country. Bali, for sure. Bali. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. Oh, yeah. I've been there. I loved it. Jealous. I will say, though, what will make you sad? A lot of stray dogs. Oh, I a lot of dogs. At when I went there, I actually wished that I had brought, like, a box of biscuits. And then I went Noted. went around and I couldn't like find anywhere that like s- sold dog pieces. I'd be like buying meat and like cooking it and like feeding them. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 like that, but it's a beautiful it's a beautiful country. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank um, you so much for having me. You're winning the awards on Saturday night, right? Fuck yeah! And you're up for best ass, and then what's the other one? Best girl, girl. Fantastic. Well, Let's I wish you. <laughs> I wish you the best of luck. And can you tell everybody where they can find you online? You can find me on Twitter, xxx for keeps and OnlyFans, she for keeps Thank you so much for watching. I have the one and only, the gorgeous Scarlet Scandal, who I had the pleasure of shooting for a Twisties Treat of the Month last year. Yes. So it's really good to see you. Oh, it's amazing to see you, Holly. I'm glad to be speaking with you. <laughs> Me as well. So how have you been? You've been, you took like a little like break, right? I did. I did. I've been amazing. I mean, everyone needs a break every now and yeah. then. And I came back better and stronger than ever. And I'm ready to just keep building my brand to the highest possibility that I can possibly get it at. What's it like being back at AVN? I mean, this is our first time back after mm-hmm. COVID, after the world change. How's it feel to be back here? It's honestly, it's the energy is nuts. I wasn't expecting everyone to be this ecstatic, but everyone's super excited to be here, which is like helping me a lot because I'm like a little nervous ball of energy, but everyone's just amazing. I couldn't ask for a better AVN, honestly. It's so dope. 
awesome. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your new brand. <gasps> oh, my new brand. Well, if you guys all know, my man Chris Scandal just joined as the first male in the Motley Models agency, which Who? is super big. Yeah. That's like they've been an agency for 15 years or more, and he's the first male, which is. I'm stoked about it, but we decided to do a brand called The Scandals. Mm -hmm. So we want to bring a different type of porn to people. We want to bring art to porn and realism to porn because usually when you go on Pornhub, like you see like stepbrother, stepsister, and like I get it, it's hot, but at the same time, people want to see more realism to porn. So our what we want to do is to show people intimacy and like also like rough intimacy like you can still be intimate but still be like fucked and destroyed as like most girls call it but we really want to like give people the chance to see what real love is and that love still exists in porn because I get all the time like how are you in a relationship like being in porn getting fucked all the time but it's it's really about communication and like we really want to show people that it's capable and like love still exists in porn because I've always heard like don't be in a relationship if you're in the industry, but I just, it's, everyone needs love. And like, if it comes, you shouldn't block it. And I met him and he came in and we decided to do this and it's been absolutely amazing. And it's nice working with someone on set that you have a strong, genuine connection with. Mm -hmm. And I want us to be able to bring that into the industry to show people something different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I will say when I first started seeing photos of you guys together, I like Mm. checked out his Instagram and I was like, holy shit, he's, extremely good looking yeah. so congratulations <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you, you guys would like have beautiful babies oh, yeah. like if that ever happens <laughs> um but tell me a little bit about how one can be intimate and then still have rough sex because i think a lot of people find that that's like a dichotomy that they can't really master in their brain so how does that work for you guys yeah it's really it's really about the connection that's all it like boils down to if you can go on set and look at someone and like instantly in the eyes you can tell if you're going to have a connection with this person. So it's like when you're watching porn, you want to see a connection. At least I do when I'm watching porn. I want to see real stuff. So like how I form a connection, it's it's all about the eyes to me. I don't know if it's like sounds weird or not, but you, oh, the no, eyes absolutely. are like the pulls to the soul, the windows yeah. to the soul. So it's like if you can connect with someone deeply like that, the scene is going to be absolutely amazing. It's going to be breathtaking. It's going to be beautiful. It's not just going to be rough and raunchy. It can still get there, but at the same time, you see the connection between two people that's so strong. It still brings the beauty to the scene, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I think that people can express love and intimacy in so many different ways. Yeah. We think, I think when most people think of intimacy, they think of, like, rose petals and a yeah. bubble bath. Exactly. And, like, slow. But, like, I think you're right. I think intimacy is is about that eye contact connection and Mm -hmm. it's about the communication and it's about understanding what the other person needs. And trusting your partner fully, yes. Very, trust is very big as well. So had he done any adult scenes before he met you? No. He's very new. So how, how was that for him? Have you, did you guys start doing content for like, say your OnlyFans or Mm -hmm. whatnot and then did you transition to like the, what we call mainstream yeah. porn, which is basically being on set with a bunch of people exactly. staring at you. Yeah, so he, we started on my OnlyFans, and I, like, introduced it to him. I was like, hey, like, you look good, I look good, let's post videos together on OnlyFans, let's see how it goes, and people loved it, and then he loved it, and I was like, well, how do you feel about shooting professional porn? And he was like, if, I, he's like, I'm your biggest support, and if we can build something together, that would be amazing. And I was like, let's fucking do it. And then we instantly, I hit up Dave from Motley, and he was like, he wants to give him a chance, and he trusts him to carry the brand as a first male, and he's been doing amazing. He shot his first scene with Deeper, which is a big deal, and Caden was so amazed with the scene. I'm very excited for everyone to see it, but I, he has a lot of potential. Yeah. I'm like, you guys better watch out for him. Yeah, and I mean, we get so greedy. We get so excited when there's, like, a good-looking, mm-hmm. strong, performing male talent in the industry because there's not that many of there them. Isn't. There yeah. isn't. So mm-hmm. it's like when a new guy comes in, it's yeah. like, oh, my God. It is. And he's, he has a huge heart. He's, like, he's not, like, one of the males that come in and they have a super huge ego and they're yeah. just like, I'm the best. It's, like, yeah. it's not about that. He doesn't. He's not in to be the best. He's in for the support and the love behind what we're building, which is amazing. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, are you going to the awards? Oh, yes, ma'am. Uh, have you picked out your dress and everything? I have, but it's not even altered yet, so I'm really stressed. 
Well, I'm sure you're going to look fantastic, whatever you wear. I'm very uh, excited. Are you up for anything? Yes, I'm nominated for um, Best Threesome, three-way for Ricky's Room with Kylie Rocket and Ricky Johnson. And then the other one I know I'm nominated for is Best All-Girl Sex Scene with Spencer Bradley and Kylie Rocket again for Reality Kings. And then Best Vignette Sex Scene with Manuel for Deeper. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Well, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much, Holly. Can you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at The Real Scarlet Scandal. And on my Twitter, it's just at Scarlet Scandal. Awesome. Have an amazing time at the show. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you love my show and want to support it, I ask that you take the time to rate and review my podcast. Now, if you're not sure how to do that, you can go to ratethispodcast.com slash HRU, and you'll automatically be directed to the various podcast apps your device supports, and then be led to the place where you can rate my show. Five stars, of course, and leave your glowing review. Okay, it doesn't have to be glowing, but you know, say something nice. You can also financially support this show through my Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash Unfiltered, where you get so many perks for your support. Things such as early releases and live recordings of my interviews, merchandise such as stickers, mugs, and hoodies, autographed copies of my photography books, free access to my private Snapchat and not-safe-for-work website hollyrandall.com, and my bonus podcast, My LA Porn Life. Also, join my Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash hollyrandallunfiltered, and you can watch the video versions of these interviews at youtube.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered. Oh, and of course, sign up for my newsletter at hollyrandallunfiltered.com and get all the info on upcoming guests and special projects. Again, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for supporting my podcast in whatever way that you can. <laughs>